I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration what's going on it's al john and Kristen here summer's in full swing and i hope everyone had a great fantastic father's day weekend joined by of course Kristen. before we get into the meat and potatoes of our show for today Kristen, the travel guru herself has got an awesome travel deal for you to kick things off Kristen, tell us all about it So those of you California residents, there is a special ticket offer just for you. You can purchase a three-day ticket with admission to one park per day for as low as $83 per day. This deal is good now through September 15th of 2022. Nice. And for all your cruising needs, any cruise line. Disneyland, Walt Disney World, or even Universal theme parks here in the States. Where can people email you for their free quote and have you book their next vacation? At themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. The following is a production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Disney List. The Disney List. Disney fans Kristen Hetzel and Al John Go bring you top 10 lists from the Disney parks, films, Star Wars, Marvel, news, travel tips, and more. Now prepare yourself for the Disney List. Oh boy. It's another awesome week here. And the summer is in full swing. Welcome to it. I'm Al John, your co-host of the Disney List, where we break down awesome points for you. Trip hacks, trip tips, if you will. Awesome list about Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, and the theme parks, of course. I am Al John Go, your pop culturist, co-host, joined by Kristen. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Kristen travel expert, and Disney foodie. Mm-hmm. From diningatdisney.com. How was your week? Long. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, we've got our hands full of kitties and kitties. Kids and felines. It's crazy in this house. Kitties but- and <laughs> Don't forget, you can leave us those reviews uh, everywhere you find podcasts. You can also listen to us at sourceradio at srsounds.com. Oh, goodness me. Anyway, what is our big... 15 point list for today. This is our top 15 Walt Disney World tips and hacks. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get down to it in just a little bit. Don't forget, you can interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if you will. 
We'd love for you to just leave us those reviews and, and email us at the Disney list at gmail.com. Um, really quick. I have to say that uh, things are also quite busy on our sister's show. Skull Rock Podcast with me and Dave Bossert. Dave Bossert, you may know, a uh, former guest of this show, friend of the show, and my co-host on Skull Rock. Uh, we have Don Hahn joining us again. Nice. Which is awesome. And Don is talking to us about the, um, you know, forgotten era of Disney. Ron Miller and his stint as the CEO of the Walt Disney Company, which, you know, was very influential Uh, in his own right and we're also giving away one of his books too so claude coates legendary imagineer he's giving away a signed copy of that book uh, claude coates imagineer and uh, it's signed by him and his son alan coates who also worked as an imagineer so we have dave uh, imagineer you know i mean that's a short thing he's done everything dave is award-winning author and and animator and all this special project stuff but you know, he's also an Imagineer, so we call him Imagineers Squared with him and Alan Coates. So you get a chance to win that book. Just go to Facebook, check out uh, Skull Rock Podcast, and sign up for that free book. We got to be uh, in the United States to win, of course. We're not going to send it anywhere overseas, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, that's cool. And we have a bunch of cool things happening on this show. And Kristen, what's happening in your podcast over there at Dining at Disney? Well, we uh, have an interview with mm. Todd and Michelle Strobel from mm-hmm. Traveling Around, mm-hmm. talking all about their dining experiences on the their recent trip on board the Disney Dream. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. They're they're cool people, and uh, they're I guess they're. Uh, trip blo- vlog uh, on YouTube uh, traveling around Disney, right? Yes, that's um, correct. You know, you can subscribe to that like we are, and they're they're just fun people. And he's a cast member too, so uh, not only is he working in the parks, knows in and outs, but he's also experiencing and blog- vlogging about it as well. Anyway, uh, what are you up to? Let us know uh, over social media. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love for you to do these uh, five star reviews. Those are always great too. You know, people say, say like, share, and subscribe. Yeah, we would love for that. So, and I guess we should go ahead and get into the news of the week. Marvel's newest hero joins the Avengers in this spectacular battle aboard the new Disney cruise ship. Kristen, who is joining the ranks of the Avengers at sea? That would be Miss Marvel. Do you like Miss Marvel? I like the show. It's cute. It is. It definitely is set up in a way to attract young viewers. Um, and I think that's going to kind of bring them into the, you know, those that are not already fans of the Marvel movies. It's going to mm-hmm. bring in some new, when you, you talk about like, like the preteens and teens into all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it is. It's a kind of a, a, a great way to introduce these kids into uh, Marvel and the Marvel universe because, you know, let's face it, uh, 10, 12 years ago, when Marvel, the MCU, was getting started, there was already a huge legacy, decades upon decades, of Marvel comic books, you know? So uh, it's great to open it up to that new generation. But uh, anyway, yeah, you can check out the star-studded lineup in Avengers Quantum Encounter, an all-new interactive show premiering exclusively at the World of Marvel restaurant aboard the Disney Wish. And there you'll see Miss Marvel. Pretty neat. Um it is the most ambitious dining experience ever. It's like dining inside an epic Marvel movie. Throughout the dinner, 
Guests take part in a hands-on demonstration of the latest and greatest Pimtech. And the Quantum Core, hosted by Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, and man and the Wasp. But this tech is so advanced that it attracts a very unwelcome visitor to the Disney Wish, Ultron. Voiced by actor Ross Marquand. Very nice. Very Whoa, nice. Ross Marquand, who also played the Red Skull in uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. And I wonder uh, he was if, also in The Walking Dead, who is one of our favorite actors in The Walking Dead. I'm wondering if he is going to try and make his voice sound like James Spader. Probably so, because he is a mimic. He is he does great impersonations. Have you ever seen Ross do his impersonations? No, I have not. Oh my gosh, he is so good. I'll have to show you his impersonations. Very cool. Yeah, so he does, I mean, he's a very talented voice actor. So he, uh, he he's done a lot. He's very, very good. So anyway... Um, please check that out and you can book your trip on the Disney Wish, the newest cruise line er for the Disney Cruise Line with Kristen. All right. So another thing here, news for you, is we've got a buffet service, yes, buffets, <laughs> returning to Hollywood and Vine at Walt Disney World. And they're slowly bringing back all the buffets, are they not? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I am looking forward to that. Uh, they've come, uh, they're reopening all these different restaurants kind of in a scattered a scattered way, just kind of slowly ramping them up there at Hollywood and Vine being the latest and greatest of it. Um, this breakfast will have a meal with Disney Junior Pals, and they'll be able to enjoy eats like French toast on brioche, uh, banana fosters, sauce, salmon, and bagel casserole, and plant-based frittata with tomato jam. I'm sure you're going to get into that during Dining at Disney if we haven't already covered it. I think we already have. Yeah, we did. Uh, with Vampirella and all those great people there. So, And then cool. lunch and dinner, you have Mickey, or Minnie. I'm even picturing Minnie in my head. Minnie and her friends. That's great. From the, from the boutique? Sure. Probably so. The Minnie's Boutique. So another opening, uh, a reopened character meeting greet, which is added to the Disney Plus app there for Walt Disney World, would be this Adventurer's Outpost. So check it out. Uh, meet Minnie and Mickey in their safari costumes. And it's so unique. Um, it's the only location in the parks where you can be, meet both, both Mickey and Minnie at the same time. So oh. knock, out, knock out an amazing character interaction Two birds with one stone. There you go. So please check that out. If you're opting to purchase Disney Genie Plus, you don't have to worry. Um, Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lanes are at this location as well. So please keep that in mind. I don't know if I'd want to purchase, you know, $15 per person, you know, to do that. But I will tell you that it's great when you can get them both in one picture because it's definitely going to be a, a great spot. Because uh, the last time we were able to get Minnie and Mickey together was for the um, Chase Visa card. Yes. Right? And I don't even know if they're doing that right now for Chase Visa members. So that, that's one thing we don't know yet, but we will check that out. So anyway, please check that character meet and greet out for sure. Another thing you might want to check, Disneyland fans, is that Lightyear Gauntlet and Kristen, you covered this in Dining at Disney, yes. but uh, this is basically a retooled version of the Infinity Gauntlet from Marvel, which is in the shape and color of Buzz Lightyear's glove with his little laser zapper on it. And this, of course, is here to promote the brand new film Lightyear featuring Chris Evans. It's nearly 30 bucks. And it's it looks pretty massive. Like that's going to take up a lot of room on a shelf. It is. Because it's like your your hand goes in and then it's like an extended hand. 
it's like another uh, it's it's big that's all i yeah. can say it's just uh, it's it a looks big like and bulky it's a, about four bottles like coke bottles long <laughs> you know it's insane 30 bucks but hey it looks cool if you're gonna put it on the shelf i guess if you're into that uh light don't forget is uh going to be uh, i guess uh going to be in theaters what at the end of the month something like that i think it's already in the theaters oh, it's already it? the, yeah, yeah i'm sorry it's already I'm in theaters yeah i'm losing my mind too anyway uh now for disneyland news uh, it looks like fried chicken, ice cream, and more menus are now available. and More items are available at Disneyland. I saw this, and I had to click it. I'm thinking to myself, what is this? What What exactly is this? Have you have you seen this? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, this is this is insane. This is insane. But anyway, I know you're going to be talking. We, talk- we already we talked, talked about, about it. this uh, dining at Disney podcast. So please check it out. Fried chicken ice cream. That's all I have to say about it. fried chicken ice cream. It sounds intriguing. Uh, I love I love ice cream and I love fried chicken. I just don't know if I want fried chicken ice cream at the same you know as the same dish. But anyway, you could do it with chicken and waffles. Chicken waffles and ice cream. Uh, uh, sure. Okay. Why not? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> sure. So Halloween is coming up. Oh. And the over at Disneyland, the Happy Halloween that they do there is going to be taking place September 2nd through October 31st. Okay. Uh, of course, they're going to have the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay with um the Nightmare Before Christmas, so you're going to have Jack Skellington and Sally and all of those uh, cool characters going on there. Um, they're also going to be doing uh, meetings with uh, Jack and Sally. Very good. They also have the Halloween Screams returning this year, which is a projection and light show returning starting September 2nd, which is great. Weekend nights of the show will feature fireworks. You won't be able to see them during this portion on all nights. All right. So just select nights, uh, which happen, what is it? Weekend nights, right? Weekend nights only. And you'll be able to see the show from several different locations from around the park, including Main Street, Sleeping Beauty Castle, and in front of It's a Small World, right? Yes. Also, uh, going now through uh, November 22nd, we've got... Dia de los Muertos. I don't know why I have problems with that. Muertos. Day of the Dead. Yes. Yes. So they've got a musical trio of iconic skeleton figures, brightly colored flowers, and other decorations in Frontierland. And there's going to be Halloween looks, of course, for your favorite characters like Mickey and Minnie. They have new looks this year. Yeah, I like it a lot. I love the decorations, of course. They're going to be in full swing. They're on Main Street, USA. They're also going to have Halloween-themed radiator springs and cars all in one. So Halloween twist on their, I guess, their iconic looks, if you will, which is going to be great. They're going to be called their car stooms. Interesting. <laughs> and then there are also going to be some interesting things going on over there at Guardians of the Galaxy with Monsters After Dark. During that time, pretty neat. And of course, you'll want to get a photo in front of the 10 foot tall statue of the Headless Horseman riding high in the sky over there uh, That's as cool. well. Yep. Looks pretty nice. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be going on, and I love the Coco stuff. Whenever they bring the Coco Mariachi band out and they start singing, that is always a lot of fun. And of course, Oogie Boogie Bash as well. There's a lot of really cool things coming. We're gonna break it down for you here, Adelaide, even more than we already. Hey, um, the kids love Zootopia like we love Zootopia, which is great. But we have a brand new uh, Zootopia Disney Plus series coming. Did you know about this? 
I heard about it, okay. but not a lot about it. Zootopia Plus will focus on many other city residents of Zootopia instead of just sticking with Judy Hopps and Nick. This will be an anthology with six shorts that will follow an additional character in a different way. Hmm, looks interesting. It's unclear at this time if the show will drop in its entirety for binge watching or if they'll drop on a weekly basis, but... Uh, this is going to be an exciting time. Both Baymax and the Baby Groot series have recently set dates, and that's going to be great. I love these little shorts. Um, I just wish they were longer, but that's why they called, they're called shorts, right? Yeah, because they're short. <laughs> that is all the news for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. And now it's on with our awesome, awesome top. It's, I was going to say it's our top 15, but I'm going to play this drop anyway. I miss it. It's the Disney list. Top 10. 15. 10, 9, <laughs> 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I feel like something should go blast off. There should be some sound. <laughs> right. I, I get it. So anyway, yeah, there should be some sound. We don't have a lot of sound, but we do have this awesome, awesome music bed, don't we? I love this music bed. <laughs> Summer. It feels like summer. What is our it what is, is our summer. top what is our well, top fifteen list for, for this week? In two days. Oh. It's summer. It feels like it. And then after that the days start getting shorter. <sighs> summer solstice in two days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Kristen, what are we talking about? We are talking about fifteen Walt Disney World tips and hacks that you need to know. I think the first one we need to cover that is of the utmost importance is for everyone to book their trip with Kristen here, our co-hostess with the mostest. Because why, Kristen? Why should they use you as an agent and have you book their Disney trip? Well, probably the biggest one that everybody wants to know is that I will be looking for the best deal for their travel date and apply whatever discounts, even after you book, if a discount comes available. I will apply that to your um, to your reservation. So it's all about saving you money. It makes it easier for you because you don't have to wait on hold for with Disney for three or four hours. Yeah, it's easy um, time too. A lot of time, mm-hmm. and you have my expertise from my you know four hundred some days I've spent at. Disney parks. <laughs> and you're getting ready to, to spend some more. Yep. Yep. To uh, be able to help you plan what's best for you and your family. And other than any place that has recently opened at Walt Disney World for food, I've been to all of them. Some of them as many as like, what, 20 times plus, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Like Raglan Road. We've been there many times. Exactly. Yeah, we'll be able to give you all the tips and tricks. And we've been doing that for my friends at work, family and your family and others for a long time. You're a second generation travel agent, too. So please keep that in mind. And, you know, you are a College of Knowledge graduate. So that's important. So anyway, book with Kristen. That is a big tip and hack. She'll save you time and money. To, and go ahead and tell people once again what your email is so the people can book with you. It's themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. There you go. Another thing you might want to keep in mind um, is I think a lot of people, when they book their trip, when they're looking at resorts, um, you can book a resort and you can upgrade if other rooms and things are available. But I think it's always good to kind of book with you and book 
those value resorts because they get taken up really quickly. Oh, yeah. So that's another another trip hack for you. Book uh, with Kristen and book your value resorts as soon as possible. Um, they're the lowest tier that you can get. They book up super fast. And if there are any deals that include a value resort, they're always the first. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, and the other thing is, is you can book this because say, say a value is what is within your budget. But, you know, that amount you're spending there is what your budget is. And if a moderate becomes available with a really cool deal and you can get it for the same amount. I mean, sometimes that's definitely the way to go. I've done that for people and they're like, well, if I'm, I might as well already, you know, already planned on spending that money for that. So yeah, book me the nicer hotel that yeah, has absolutely. more amenities. Exactly. Exactly. I think we're going to talk next week about some of the best themed hotels and resorts on property. Um, the hotels are always important. And with that is our next point in this 15-point discussion of trip tips and hacks is the benefits of staying on property. I think people should know that what staying on property does give you these extended evening hours or early hours, if you will. We used to call them extra magic hours. They don't call it that anymore. Yeah, they, it's because now it's early, so you've got your early theme park uh, entry into all parks uh, that are Walt Disney World owned, as well as the Good Neighbor Hotels. So a lot of those you'll see in um, like Disney Springs area and very close to the park. So that's definitely something you can take advantage of. However, the extended evening hours are now only for deluxe resort guests. So. Mm-hmm. That is something to note. Yeah, uh, there are those three tiers. There's that There's that value resort, the moderate resort, and deluxe resort uh, resorts and villas that you can get. And uh, vacation your way, my friends. Vacation your way. Have Kristen do it and figure it out. If this sounds like a big commercial, it's because it is almost. Can't help myself. <laughs> people, are, people are booking with you. They're, they're taking advantage, and they might as well. Um, okay, so resort benefits. How about this next one? And I love it. We're going into the parks. We're going into one of our favorite attractions, the Rock and Roller Coaster. And there's a long line. What do we do? We get in the single rider line. All right. Now, if you can, this is a great option because you can get in the single rider line. More times than not, you'll be able to speed through that standby queue and get on the ride super quick, even even quicker than Fast Pass or what they do at Genie Plus now, Lightning. Well, and the thing is that there's only select attractions that have a single rider line. Uh, they include over at Epcot, you have a test track over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It includes Rock and Roller Coaster and the Millennium Falcon uh, Smuggler's Run. And uh, over at Animal Kingdom, Expedition Everest. So those oh. are the four attractions that have your single rider line. I love doing Expedition Everest in the single rider line. You know, it you don't get to see the queue because that is like a piece de resistance of Joe Rody, right? I love going through that queue and, and seeing all that stuff. But if you've already seen all that stuff, um, or maybe if you haven't, maybe just really just short on time. All right, like most of us are, we need to get in and get out, uh, do the single rider line, which is great. Another hack, which is really, really important, which is important, especially if you have, you, you know, little, little ones, really little ones, like our kiddos, for example. Yeah. And I don't know if we're going to do this a lot, but we're probably going to end up doing this is... Rider swap. So... 
If you have little ones who aren't tall enough to ride an attraction or your kids are not adventurous riders, you know, they don't like the thrill rides, um, you can do a rider swap so that while one member of your party is riding, the other one can stay with the kids. And then once they come off, you switch. That is super convenient if you've got the kiddos or if you have someone in your party um, just to that you need care of. So just keep that in mind. Now, a lot of people used to do this and park at a contemporary and just hoof it on down, do a bunch of stuff. Hey, look, parking is a premium these days. And Disney don't want you to park where you don't belong. Mm -hmm. Okay, so don't park at a place, a hotel or resort, where you don't have reservations for dining or where you're not staying because uh, they're going to say, you cannot park here. Yes. Turn around. Yeah, so your options are you're staying there or you have a dining reservation um, prior to the time that you're planning on going in park. Because otherwise you'll have to park with everyone else over there at the parking and they're going to charge you for parking. Yeah. They are going to charge you for parking at the theme park. So please keep that. Well, this is uh, this is a great trip tip and hack for all time. Not just because of the, the post-vid life, if you know what I mean, right? The post-pandemic life that we're living in. But this is just important. And we used to carry this all the time because we have to keep our rooms clean, the phone clean, the remote control clean the you know all, all the all the stuff that you, you're you're hanging on like in the ride where the lap bar comes down like you got to clean all that stuff or at least clean your hands what do we bring hand sanitizer yeah or baby wipes or the combination of both got to keep things clean well i would bring not necessarily baby wipes it was clorox the, wipes yeah right? clorox yeah, wipe yeah. yeah definitely bring those don't rely on those hand sanitizer stations uh because they're not always there and they're not always full and so I always keep, we always keep the hand sanitizer spray or the gels with us. You just want to be, because, you know, especially your your kids in the party, too, who don't wash their hands as often. And they put their hands in their mouth put all their hands everywhere. The oh, yeah. And then you could put your hands in some, where someone else's kids have been before. And that's, you know, that's ooh, <laughs> suspect. So. And that is how you get hand, foot, mouth disease. Ooh, so gross, y'all. So, okay. Number eight. So... Transportation is of the utmost importance when you are planning. Whether you're taking the bus transportation, whether you are taking the Skyway, you know, the... The Skyway Skyway and the Highway. The the Highway of the Skyway. (laughs) It's been a long weekend, y'all. The Highway and the Skyway. The Skyway and the Highway. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm I'm getting mixed up here. The The Skyway. skyway. (laughs) Or the ferries. Or the ferries. Yes, the friendships. Yep. So you need to know that the buses start running 45 minutes before the parks open and an hour before the parks close. Plan ahead of time. An hour after the parks close. An hour. Is that what I said? No, you said an hour before the parks close. Oh, an hour after the parks close. <laughs> an hour after the parks close. Yes. So plan where what mode of transportation you plan on going or monorail, of course. Hopefully the monorails are working, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hopefully the ferries are running. Good night, Irene. That'd be... That'd be something else right there. Okay. Also, in the post-vid life, uh, as you fly or drive down, you never know what you know what might change in terms of how the CDC is issuing their health and safety at this point. So always just bring a mask. Bring a mask for you. 
Masks for the kids. Bring disposable masks because you're probably going to need them. Um, yeah, especially this time of year when it's so hot outside and it's humid. And it's disgusting. And you're wearing that. You're going to be getting sweat all Ugh. over the inside of it. It's going to be nasty. That unless you want to bring a new mask every single day to like take home and then wash all of them. Yeah, I'd get disposable ones. And that way you could just take it off, put it in the trash can and Bye-bye. It gets gross, yeah. You know, that's important. And, you know, when you're when you're doing that, when you're doing that, because what happens is you may, we have to wear a mask indoors at Walt Disney World. So if you're going to see a Bugs Life, right, you're going to go see Bugs Life, you're probably going to have to mask up. You might want to also invest in one of those uh, masks. It is optional. Oh, it's optional now? If you are fully vaccinated. Oh, if you're fully vaxxed. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Then you are not you don't have to wear it inside. And if you are not, they ask you to wear it inside. Yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. Or you could just have yourself an extra layer of protection <laughs> if you if you so choose. But you also want to invest in a mask chain too because you're going to be taking that mask on and off all the time. All the time. You're going to take it on and off. Uh, unless, of course, you're fully vaxxed. So here we are in this brand new era of Disney. You've got the Disney Genie app. This Disney Genie app will allow you to do a lot of different things. Plan your dining, plan your attractions and your preferences of what you might like. It's important that you might want to set this up in advance. Yes, definitely. Um, it's definitely going to help in your trip planning. Of course, Kristen and her travel guru-ness will be able to help you through all, all some of that difficult stuff if you, if you are technologically... Um, challenged if you will with this app but uh, you might want to set those preferences in advance um there is the free portion of disney genie that has you getting recommendations uh, suggestions during your part days so um you know go ahead and set that up in advance okay number 11 in our top 15 park hacks and such is epcot epcot has a myriad of different festivals going out through the entire year and i think this time they basically overlap well they don't overlap each other but as soon as one is done another one gets put in its place like super quickly does it not oh yes so what is one of your favorite tip tricks and tip tips tricked <laughs> park tips and hacks uh for these festivals um first of all don't go on opening day mm-hmm because a lot of people like to go when it first kicks off. And the other thing is to avoid Friday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays. Because weekends. the locals aren't working. And so what do you do when you're not working and you live in Orlando? You go to the Food and Wine Festival. Yes. Or you go to um, the Flower and Guard Festival or Festival of the Arts. So definitely plan on doing that Monday through Thursday are like your best days because the lines on the weekend really, really can get awfully long. Mm. And unless you're there for a short amount of time and you have to be there on the weekends. Yeah. I, I suggest skipping it. If you, if you have that ability, I, I don't like to wait 30 minutes in line to get food. Well, we don't, I mean, there is a trend on this list and it's how to avoid lines. <laughs> I mean, you want to get in, get out. You want to, you know, sit back, relax, kick off, you know, your, your flip flops and just people watch. Great. Awesome. This is how you do it. You just avoid those lines. The next hack that we have for you is skipping the long lines at the gift shop. Now, this is a pretty new hack. Kristen. Some shops over there at Disney World are allowing people to use this mobile merchandise checkout when buying merchandise. Isn't that neat? That is neat. Yeah. Because, again, 
I don't like long lines. No, we don't like long lines. Along that same line of thought is using mobile ordering. <laughs> okay. Um, the mobile order, which you talk about, and you probably should spend a good show probably in Dining at Disney to explain this again to people, mobile ordering. It's so convenient, is it not? Yes. We it love is. it. We use it. When we go to Pandora, I remember, I think they launched the, the mobile ordering portion of that app. Um, when Pandora opened, or at least we tried it during the Pandora opening. And I remember the first time I used it, you weren't with me. Okay. Okay. So you were what, July 4th with, with Nat? No, I was by myself, which makes me think I oh, went down there a for press, a media. Press event. I must have been doing a press if I was by myself. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mobile ordering, it saves you time and money. You can go get all of that uh, that cool stuff there. I mean, the candy shops, you can use it over there at Goofy's Candy Company. Um, the Candy Cauldron Caramel Couche over there at um, Epcot. You can get it over there at Zuri Sweet sweet, uh, sweet Treats Shop over at Animal Kingdom. I can't even Zuri talk. Sweets Shop. Sweet Shops. And the Main Street Confectionery at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, those are the candy shops, but mobile ordering just in general will certainly help you out wherever those places are. You can see, I think, on the park map where they accept the mobile ordering and on the app as well, Yes, which is nice. Well, if you like entertainment, well, you I don't do. want to spend extra money on your entertainment. <laughs> That's me. If you head Disney Springs, they do have free entertainment there because they have musical performances throughout Disney Springs. So I love that. There's all kinds of really cool places that you can check out. Uh, one of our favorite places is right uh, by Paddlefish. They have performances mm -hmm. right over by Jock uh, Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Between that and the Boathouse is a nice area where they have performances. They also do over by the food trucks have some as well. Yes. Um, they have great oh, bands and across from World of Disney, yes. you know, they'll have like cheerleaders or dancers, like things like that, that are going on there as well that you can catch. So it's definitely something if you want to be entertained and you're looking for something a little bit different, head over to Disney Springs. Um, and if you like Irish, go to Raglan Road because they have both the dancers and live. So. I love that's why I mean, Disney Springs, not only is it just a whole day unto itself it should be or multiple days if you will there's so much to do and so much to see and so many great uh, musicians there um i like checking out the live bands and there are live bands that will play over there at splitsville and so if you go to splitsville i mean you don't you, it's great to tip the band if you want but you can just go over there and check out some food and drink occasionally at planet hollywood they'll have performers there as well uh down at the bottom uh bottom stage that they have over at Planet Hollywood, which is really cool. They're just a bunch of just little nooks and crannies where you can find live bands and musicians play. Um, I think that water uh, water side stage that you mentioned is over there where the margaritas are, right? Oh, the margarita place, yeah, the margarita that, joint. Yeah, they have live music. Yeah, sometimes. I love. Yeah, they'll have like the acoustic um, acoustic bands out there and playing. The band shells great. I mean, there are just so many different great musicians that'll play there, and they're a lot of fun. And being a musician myself, I know I would love to have that gig when I retire. One of these days, we'll go down to Florida, we'll take the kids, and we'll just retire Walt Disney World and, 
and me and John Donahue will be playing music there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be my exit strategy, y'all. Uh, anyway, yes, I'll be performing weekly over at Splitsville. Hmm, that'll be nice. Okay, last but not least in our top 15 park hacks, can you believe it? 15 park ha- hacks, just uh, unbelievable, is... Park hopping rules. What are things the new have, rules? Things have changed yeah. because... You have to have park reservations now. Mm. So as part of that, mm-hmm. with park hopping, there's now a rule. So it's not like you can head over at 10 o'clock in the morning, get into Animal Kingdom, get out of there at noon, and head over to another park. Now, you can't visit another park until after 2 p.m. What? Yes. What? So whatever park you choose to start your day in, you oh. need to be there till two okay well or not really there till two because you know it's gonna take some time i would say one o'clock or so you could probably head out of the park and hop o- get ready to hop over to the okay yeah i i don't like this new rule i don't either <laughs> it's like don't tell me where to go i don't i, I don't like the reservation system to begin with i don't like it either I, there's a lot of things that I don't like that I wish they would just remove um the these kind of arbitrary ways and reasons that they keep people from doing certain things to control the crowd really upset me (laughs) but i get i guess whatever you know don't tell me what to do i'm gonna park hop to my heart's content i mean that's why you get a park hopper so you can hop 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 as many times as you want it's not like they decreased the pricing no. of those tickets oh. once they decided, oh, we're going to change the park hopper option the way it works. No, they didn't lower the price of it. It's still the same amount. You know, you definitely <laughs> nowadays could not do, you know how the people have done like. Four parks in one day. Four, yeah. Not just four parks in one day, have done six parks in one day because they did four parks at Walt Disney World, got on an airplane, flew to Anaheim, mm-hmm. and then did the two parks at Anaheim in a day. You're mm-hmm. never going to be able to do that again. Not until they change the park hopping back to the way you it and I be. did that in a in a couple days. We didn't do it. In, we didn't do it all at once, but we did. We did do it yeah. over a couple days because we did. We, we did flew our from Anaheim flew. over to Orlando. Yes, but we did not do six parks in a day. Not in one day. No. Now, but yeah, I knew I was actually doing some research to this uh, trip hacks, and I saw that the four park and one day challenge. I was thinking to myself, nope, can't do that anymore. Sure can't. And I, I don't know how that would even be possible with this new rule. I think you could. You would have to start your day out at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I think from there, you have to figure out what park is open the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, then okay. that depends that on what you do. But you have to do, you would have yeah. to do Epcot and Hollywood Studios back to back. Because they're so close to each other. You could visit them, but I think part of the rule for the Guinness World Book of Records is that they had to at least ride one ride in every park during that time. And I think you'd be cutting it close. You'd be you 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 might depends be super on what, close. what time of year. If you stay at a deluxe resort. And what what park hours are. Yeah, it's true. I'd like to see that happen. I, I challenge one of our listeners to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Try it. Anyway, I hope you liked our fifteenth. <laughs> 15 trip and park hacks i hope it makes your disney trip better at least i hope it does because it's fun it's fun to talk about these things um yeah there you go we're kicking it up we're kicking up with this juicy juicy music bed uh, once again thank you for joining us here on the disney list 
And you can check us out. New shows drop every Monday. We broadcast also at Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. Don't forget to check out the Disney List group as well as our friends at the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. You can follow me, Al John, on Instagram, Al John Go, Al John Rocks on Twitter, and of course the Disney List on the social media as well Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Kristen, where can people find you? You can find me on social media under Dining at Disney, also at DiningAtDisney.com, and on your favorite podcasting platform, the Dining at Disney podcast. Yes. So you have Dining at Disney. You also have our sister show, too, Skull Rock Podcast with myself and Dave Bossert. New shows are released also every Monday. Please check that out. And we're giving away that book as well, Claude Coates, Imagineer. Check that out there on our Facebook page at Skull Rock Podcast as well. And thank you to Source Radio, of course, Source Radio Disney Fun Zone at srsounds.com. Anything else, Kristen, other than the fact that people should always book their Disney trip with you at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com? Make sure to check out the latest episode of Dining at Disney because we do have Todd Strobel from Traveling Around Disney. I love it. Is a current cast member. We had him and his wife, Michelle, on the show. So Sounds great. Sounds definitely great. a fun show to listen to. I love it. Thank you all for tuning in to the show. We do appreciate it. In the meantime, I'm Al John. And I'm Kristen. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you real soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughogram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming of Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.